Welcome to Spiritual Soup. I'm Autumn. I'm Jayla. I'm Sophie. In today's episode, we will be talking about eating disorders. So this is a warning beforehand. Um, Choose wisely if you want to continue listening. But if you do, we hope you enjoy. Thank you. Starting with the first segment of the day, we have Chris of the Day. Today is adventuring, and basically, we picked adventuring because it has a lot of physical healing properties, and kind of like a reflection of our topic for today. So, adventuring is said to stimulate your metabolism, and that can help with weight loss and balances your blood pressure and lowers cholesterol. So that's a whole lot of stuff they gotta do with what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and for some other really called properties that adventuring has it's good to soothe anxiety and stress and de-escalate diffuse I'm sorry (laughs) diffuse negative situations um, I want to start this segment off by saying um, for all of us um, in this podcast and I know for some of the listeners this is a very heavy topic Um, So um, we apologize in advance if it seems like at times um, we're uncomfortably laughing and it could be taken as insensitive. We're not trying to be insensitive or anything because, like I said, this is still a very uncomfortable topic for us as well. And um, for some of us, this is our first time even talking about, you know, what we've been through with eating disorders. So we just hope that you guys, you know, hear us. I want to add on to that I think we're all just super nervous and knowing that I know especially for me that this is like something I don't really want to talk about but you know we need to talk about we need to have these conversations and um have a space to do so so yeah we're we're we want to get into it but we're just nervous we're sorry (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah I don't really know where to start honestly okay I'll start like with defining because I don't know I'll be feeling like people don't know what the hell they're talking about mm-hmm. um <clears throat> so um we first wanted to start out with defining what an eating disorder is because I feel like a lot of people have you know misconceptions about it or um get things confused with eating disorders. So um, an eating disorder is any range of physiological disorders characterized by abnormal or disturbed eating habits. One of the most known ones is anorexia, which I thought was really interesting about that is it says it's more common in adolescents and um, it is predominantly affected with women more than men and um, people with anorexia generally view themselves as overweight even if they're dangerously underweight and when I read that bitch that shit hit me like a ton of bricks because 
I feel like I'm the complete fucking op- opposite. Like, if you know me, you know I'm a big bitch. So, <laughs> I have went, I have gone through my entire life, like, when I look in the mirror or um, when I'm just going throughout my day and I'm with my friends, like, in my head, I think I'm a lot. Bitch, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I am so sorry. I'm talking about like body dysmorphia type shit. Like that's fine. It's all it all fits in one. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we go hand in hand. <clears throat> okay. Girl, yeah. Okay, my bad. Um, but yeah, I just remember being around friends and stuff, and like it being the complete opposite for me. Like I think. I genuinely think I'm, like, skinnier than I am. I'm not skinny. I just think I'm smaller than I am. And it's so weird to... I don't think... I don't think I've ever heard anyone, um, like, vocalize that they've experienced something like that. Like, it's always, it's always people think they're more overweight than they are. I think I'm more skinnier than I am. It's very weird. Yeah, you gotta know something. Even though we're, like, very different body types, like, I'm super skinny, underweight, right? Mm -hmm. But, like, that's how I am. I I always think I'm skinnier in my head, and then I'll look at pictures of myself, and I'm like, wait, I'm not that skinny in real life, you know? Yeah. Um, And my eating habits don't, like, really, aren't really affected by the way I see myself. It's just, but my, like, my body is affected by my eating habits, though. Like, I just have really shitty eating habits that aren't related to my body image. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I relate to you about feeling like I'm skinnier than I really am. I'll be feeling like, damn, I'm literally a twig, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I think in my head, like, I think at a very young age, like, I don't want people to think I don't know that I'm fat. Like, I know. (laughs) I know, but I don't know how to elaborate on that. Like, I just remember when I was young wanting to be like the people around me. So I think, like, that's starting from such a young fucking age. Like, it's Mm -hmm. literally warped my mind into thinking, you do look like everyone around you, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. I have literally no perception of my body when I am around other people. Like, when I'm by myself or, like, when I'm taking pictures, like, like, I see me. Like, that's me. Like, okay, like, I'm a a big girl. That's me, you know? But I don't Mm -hmm. know. When I'm around other people, it's so different. Like, I think I'm all skinny like my friends and shit. I think I'm all cute like them and shit. And you are like, no, cute bitch. like them. What the fuck? You are literally even yeah, cuter than them. Like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? But, like, um, for me, it's the opposite of both of you. I've always felt like I am bigger than what I am. And on top of that, disproportionate. And that's why, ha- like, I'm I'm tall for a girl, you know, a, a little a little tall for a girl, not, like, fucking Bigfoot or something like that. Like, I'm not saying I'm, like, crazy tall. Um, but 
I always look a little taller than what I am because my legs are so long and my legs are longer than my torso. Like my torso is not even with my legs. Um, or I know for like a lot of people, their torso is longer than their legs. And it, I just always felt like that, like in a way looks better in my eyes and just like looking in the mirror and having like, I hate wearing skinny jeans because it highlights that one. I have hip dips, but hip dips to me, I love hip dips when everybody else. And then I look in the mirror and I'm like, but my hip dips don't fit me in yes. my opinion. Yeah. Oh my god. Yes. So like, also, I do want to make a little random disclaimer right now because it does sound like we are talking about body dysmorphia, but literally all this fits hand in hand. I feel like eating disorders. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Hmm? This is not body dysmorphia. These are insecurities. Let's say that. These are insecurities, but they're because I hate I hate when people use body dysmorphia just like willy-nilly i'm like no bitch that's not body dysmorphia we're we're just in- expressing our insecurities well yeah like this um, is like to me body dysmorphia is like a real disorder like you know most like, definitely well, yeah. yeah it definitely is i don't know the definition of it though girl let me pull it the fuck out but i was gonna say while she's getting the definition of body dysmorphia um even if we are getting to the line not of like absolute um diagnose body dysmorphia even if it's like a small little feeling because i feel like everybody has like a not the way around it's like body image and body dysmorphia yeah into eating disorders yeah yeah they all go head in head i feel like it all starts with looking at yourself a certain way and feeling like you need to do mm-hmm. a different eating habit to get you know the image that you want and it becomes dangerous whenever you you take what you feel are proper measures, but they can be extreme from the outside looking in, in, in general, like logically, you know, um, and I'm going to continue once she gets the definition and, Oh, I have a Oh, go. It says a mental illness involving obsessive focus on a perceived flaw in appearance. And then some like examples would be being extremely preoccupied with a perceived flaw in appearance that to others can't be seen or appears minor. I feel like that's such the big, like, you know, line between just having an insecurity and actually having body dysmorphia because, <clears throat> you know, like how I perceive myself. Yeah. How Sophie perceives herself. Yeah. But mm-hmm. like, they're not made up in our head, if that makes sense. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, in a way, yeah, <laughs> it is. Because, <laughs> like, in a way, like, um, like how you just said, I feel like I, I'm as pretty as my friends or I'm not. And then I realize I'm not, right? That's in your head. Like, we both agree that you are as pretty or even prettier than your friends. In the same way that you've told me multiple times you love my hip dips. But behind closed doors, I literally work so hard to try to even out my body so the hip dips look mm-hmm. proportionate. Like, no but like, one kn- But that's a real thing, though. Like, you really have hip dips. It's not, like, just something you're making up, you know? Or, like, okay, something you yeah, can no, only get... see. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying now, too. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, everything... I feel like everything comes down to our minds, you know, but like it's just that difference that I want to define yeah, no. because it is different. I definitely understand. Um, I want to know something. 
doing this podcast has literally just like made me realize how bad I need to go to therapy <laughs> in a way it's kind of like free therapy like we're kind of therapy helping each other yeah. <laughs> it's free too it's free as hell <laughs> I don't even know at this point I'm not notes I never not really notes. like I knew we were going to talk about eating disorders I knew it tied into our bodies but not I don't think I was like anticipating it to be or like realizing how much it really does Mm -hmm. tie into our bodies you know Mm -hmm. like I know it does but like just brainstorming for this like yeah yeah it it didn't really cross my mind you know like it's finally clicking that yeah I mean I've I don't know if this is going to... It's not insensitive, and I mean, it's not me being rude, but I feel like people, in a way, wouldn't... Well, no, that's not true. Because I would say people wouldn't have the eating disorders if they didn't have, like, issues with their body, but it goes both ways of just not having... Like, it's like an impulse control thing. Some people just don't have that for food, and then mm-hmm. some people do do it for, you know, to perfect their body image of what they think is perfection yeah. is. Um, yeah. And I think both are very important to talk about, right? Mm-hmm. Um and for me, I feel like it's a little bit of both. Um, so, like, growing up, I used to eat for boredom. Mm-hmm. And, like, and when, I, and when I'm saying eat for boredom, I'm not talking, like, real food. Like, my, me and my dad would go to Fiesta or whatever, like, a store. I don't know why I just said the store name. But um, <laughs> I would buy, like, little Debbie cakes, like, two boxes, you know, boxes of chips, just a bunch of junk food. Then um, my dad would be like, well, what do you want for dinner? And I'd be like, I don't know. <laughs> and then, like, you pick, you know, like, no actual s- sustainable food. I don't know if that's the word to use. I always throw around sustainable, not knowing. Like, what real food. Yeah. But then um, I would go home. And, you know, usually people, whenever they get snacks, they, they you know, measure, not measure out, but they kind of, you know, make the snacks stretch. No, I would literally go home and just down all my snacks in one day. All, like literally all of them and yeah. then I would feel so guilty after and I because I knew I was eating out of boredom and I don't I don't know it's just like food is comfort especially at the time of like yes. living in my house <laughs> and like there's nothing else to do and like or maybe my my mental health is not good right now we're just like I just want to I just want to um eat but then I beat myself up you know about well, why did you just eat so fucking much of nothing, of literally just, like, nothing? So now, guess what? You don't eat. Like, okay, all right. And it's just, like, this ongoing battle in your head of just, like, I, I just, I don't even know what to call that. I don't even know. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't know if it's an eating disorder. I, I don't know. I don't know. Like uh, I, I mean, said earlier, it sounds I don't want like... to talk about it. You said you don't want to talk about it? No, no, I said, like I said earlier, I don't really know how to talk uh, about it. Like, I used to say it was, not used to say, but I used to think it was binge eating. But I think that binge eating is more so of, I honestly don't even know what would classify as binge eating. I mean, that definitely, I mean, girl, I'm not no fucking doctor, but that definitely sounds <laughs> like binge eating. Going through that yeah. cycle of, like, you know, eating huge amounts of food and then yeah. going through that 
phase of feeling terrible and then doing it all over again like yeah that definitely sounds like binge eating yeah which is something I struggle with as well and one thing I want to point out before I continue is I feel like I feel like binge or just eating disorders in general I feel like they're not taken seriously with thin people like yeah like you just said all of that and mm-hmm. some people will still be like okay and you're still yeah. thin you're still beautiful yeah. like shut the hell up you know like this isn't a real problem but like someone like me like I could say all that and they'll be like yeah bitch you need to lose weight like stop yeah. fucking eating period you know like it's such a double standard and like there's no so sad because like health needs to be taken seriously regardless mm-hmm. of size you know our the way our bodies look like yeah. what the fuck you know it's just it's so fucking weird to me it really is mm-hmm. it's yeah and like um honestly like especially on tiktok i don't know if it's just my for you page but i've been getting like the episodes of um 100 pound sisters and like shows like that um and in the comments and for those people yeah i mean the television purposely picks out those people who are stubborn and just like they yeah, have so much you know guilt and hate about it that it just seems like they never want to change so then they see that on tv and any plus size person that they see and or skinny person that they see they're like well you did it to yourself you know no one told you to go mm-hmm. eat that much like oh yeah but then also with you know being plus size or overweight or anything that doesn't only obtain to food that could be a health reason that could mm-hmm. be literally anything but for plus size people Everything gets like boils down, to, down food. to food. Yeah. Yes, and that has always irked me. And like even in school, whenever people, you know, they're like, "Oh, well, I don't like." I literally have people come to me and be like, "I don't like fat people." And I'm like, "Why?" It's like mm-hmm. all they do is sit on their ass and eat food and blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Have you ever thought that it may be thyroids? It could be literally anything." But why it mm-hmm. is you? Your first mind is to like judge that it's food. It has to be food. And they have to be doing absolutely nothing to, you know, lose weight or do whatever yeah. they need to do to be healthy. Like, you don't know what the fuck that person has been doing every single day. Or if that person has been starving themselves because they keep hearing you say that, oh, well, you're just basically a fat fuck who doesn't do anything and just sits in their own fucking food wrapper. It's just, like, insensitive and so yeah. stupid and closed-minded, you know? And it's just, mm-hmm. like, you brought up TikTok and it just... oh this wave of memories just <laughs> came over me because I just remember um I vividly remember like it was fucking yesterday watching a skinny person eat on TikTok right mm-hmm. and they're talking about their meal and um I go to the comments and absolutely nothing about their body nothing you know like mm-hmm. mm, that looks good I need to try this blah blah, blah. nothing mm-hmm. about her body and then I scroll a few more and you know my for you page is like super plus size you know positive mm-hmm. and blah 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 and um so then I see a big girl eating and I go to the comments and literally can't find one normal comment every yeah. fucking comment is about her body or how she should stop eating or why are you eating that you're so fucking unhealthy yeah. blah blah blah, blah. Mm-hmm. and and literally all she's doing is eating the same and, way the skinny girl was yes and it's so mm-hmm. fucking heartbreaking because fat people can't even do normal shit without mm-hmm. being fucking criticized like 
imagine being ridiculed and dehumanized for fucking simply eating. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's ugh, that shit breaks my heart, dude. Like for real. because just imagine just imagine that person reading those comments Mm -hmm. i think that oh especially now in media they have normalized bullying people yes and pushing it off as normal but you have to realize those people you know they don't just you see they see your comment and get off twitter they're like it's simple just get off twitter bro you're saying something about me personally you don't even know me and i have to live with these comments i'm gonna sit there first off if someone already goes on their Instagram story and they post something, they watch their story a million times, what's the difference between you commenting something and reading all those comments and it's just comment after comment after comment after comment after comment and y'all are just laughing, making jokes and this and that. And you're just expecting that person to brush it off. But it's so simple just to mind your fucking business and just not say... Not even not say anything, but bro, what, what are you no, doing by No, you need to change your bro? whole mindset, bitch. The fuck? Like, you people the hell alone. <laughs> At the end of the day... But it's like what? But if it's not, it's not even like effective criticism. You're just telling this girl that like, yes. oh, you're like just just the rudest shit and just being like, well, I mean, she just doesn't have a look at it, or he just doesn't have a look at it, or she did it to herself. And it's like, who are you to sit there and who who told you that you were the boss of this person that whatever you're gonna say, that person's gonna look at it and be like, yes, Let I'm now gonna to go do this. Mm-hmm. Yes, like. You just left this person with basically like a world of hurt on top of whatever the hell else they're going on behind that phone. You don't mm. know this person and what they're already going through. So it's just like so dumb. I just don't like people <laughs> in that sense. <laughs> like it's just, ugh. <clears throat> people are generally assholes though. Like I feel like yeah. people just don't know how to talk to other people kindly. Kindly. <laughs> Also, um, an example I have kind of wanted to um, point out of somebody that um, found comfort in food and then got bashed, even though they were hyping him up for finding comfort in food. Not on that one mukbanger, I don't know his name, uh, but he's like he does like really weird stuff while eating, like being like super emotional and like he has like a boyfriend. Oh, I don't Nicado. know his name. Yeah, oh. Nakato. Everyone's always yeah. talking about like, oh my god, he used to be so skinny. What happened? What happened? But like. To be completely honest with y'all, you, not y'all, but like their his viewers, y'all are what happened. Mm-hmm. Like y'all, yeah, literally sat here and was like, yeah, eat, 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 and then he was eating, and now like some, like you know, he gained a little weight, and y'all like, oh my god, you pig, and it's like, yeah, one he found like through this time he found comfort through food, you know, and he was applauded for you know finding comfort through food because it, it's not a bad thing, you know, you know, mm-hmm. but all of a sudden it's a bad thing once you gain some weight. It's the worst thing in the world. Uh, whenever you gain some weight and then they're now bashing him and wondering why like oh now you're being weird and like doing stuff for views i mean it's a it's a defense mechanism you know that's how he keeps himself from not letting the comments get to him in my opinion i don't really know but well i i actually do know and i heard him uh i seen a tiktok of him saying this like he was saying that all of it was i mean obviously not his weight gain but like Mm -hmm. his whole you know persona he does on youtube is like Mm -hmm. just for show like yeah he doesn't really act like that you know like he knows how to be a normal fucking human being (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah Um, but yeah just that extremeness of Mm -hmm. everything he does like it's just an act you know yeah and 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 whether people want to realize it or not like Mm -hmm. whether it be negative publicity publicity or positive publicity like 
he's getting views. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. He's making fucking huge amounts of money. And yeah. so, like, whatever he's doing is working, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, I definitely, like, feel that, though. Like, you... It's... It's... I mean, like, I know not everyone eats like that who do, mm-hmm. like, ASMRs or, like, mukbangs or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, like, how do you... <laughs> how do you expect someone to eat that fucking much all the time for their job yeah. and not gain weight. Yeah. It's like, like nearly impossible. <laughs> Even if you work out, the way that food works, it's not gonna always break down or burn fat. Like and not everyone has a fast metabolism. Yeah. Like it like, just depends. Yeah. It's all those things. Um and well I love that we're highlighting, you know, plus size eating issues. I would also like talk about, you know, like more so on like not the anorexia side because I, I really can't talk about that. But bulimia also yeah um, is a big one uh and in middle school I had a friend who was um bulimic and for me that was very challenging to just not even stand by because it's like you you can only do so much for somebody you can call them out and tell them like hey like I'm gonna you know try to reach out for help for you if you don't you know if we can't figure out something together to like because it's not you can't just sit aside and just let somebody and watch them continuously like purge and stuff like that but the Mm -hmm. fact that it was happening in middle school you know at such a young age we're like 12 to 14 you know and um it's just i i don't it's all just kind of crazy i don't i don't know i don't know it's just it's so sad that like the root of all of these eating disorders start so fucking young Mm -hmm. and from our parents too Mm, yeah growing up and I think this is a little why like going into like middle school and stuff I would kind of like starve myself just because every time I would eat like loads and loads of milk and I'm not gonna lie or not gonna lie but like my family has always told me for like for a skinny girl you sure can't eat you know that sounds like a mm. TikTok sound yeah but, like, like damn little lady but, like, <laughs> I'm sorry but it, it used to always kind of get to me because my grandma would always be like, you're going to get as big as a brick house eating the way you eat. And it's just like, I'm just eating, bro. And I feel like uh, in, I'm not going to even say in ethnic households, it's like common no, to birth. but it is. Hold on. Yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> where your family member is just like, mm, oh, like those memes where they're like at Thanksgiving whenever your relatives like, oh, are you going in for seconds? Like, yeah, that's a meme that genuinely happens. Like, like, First off, my first plate wasn't even fucking that big. Y'all got these little ass plastic plates and you over here watching my food. Like, it starts from there. (laughs) But then also, like, going into the household, let's say, like, you have a competitive mother, right? And that's also sometimes where it genuinely starts, where you have, like, a competitive mother who's just, like, or a jealous mother who's, like, you have this body and, you know, she has that body or whatever. And she projects onto you that, like, you should should look like this and you should look like that. Oh, you shouldn't eat that or... Oh, you mm. should eat. And it just hearing that from like a parent. That shit runs deep. Yeah, it's definitely detrimental to your mental, <clears throat> um, to where you start pushing away food or and mm-hmm. also um in the field of like dance and sports, but especially dance, um, and modeling as well, where you have Fuck to yes. look this certain way. And I know in like um. 
sort um dancing like ballet and stuff where you have to wear like these really tight costumes they literally in ballet they will tell you i can see your lunch yeah um yeah probably because i just fucking ate lunch like i'm sorry like and i just feel like <laughs> and people start ballet at a very young age so hearing that i can hear your lunch and you can't control that and like it's such like a serious thing so you're like well she always can see my lunch how do i avoid that well now i'm not gonna eat lunch because every time I eat lunch, you can see it. And that seems to be a problem. And it's just, like, all these things that are supposed to be fun. Yeah. The fun gets taken out and so serious yes. into all these body, you know, how your body should look, how you should look as a person to where you just go to, like, these extreme measures. And most of these things do start at a very, very young age. And then yeah. It's I too th- late. You're already, like, 20 or something by time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I seen this video of this mom talking about, um, you know, like gentle parenting and shit mm-hmm. like that. And um, she gave an example of like from her little kid's perspective. Mm-hmm. And he was, you know, they were about to eat dinner or whatever. And she put the plate down and he ate, you know, it's it's from his perspective. So he's like, you know, I'm full, you know, like he ate everything he wanted to eat off the plate. Mm-hmm. And then the mom is like, come on, eat some more, like, you know, finish your play, da, 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 da. like, mm-hmm. and what, what to an adult can seem so innocent, or like, you know, ah, oh, my kid's fucking around, they don't want to eat their food, mm-hmm. you know, like, start so fucking young in that child's head, like, yeah, damn, I'm full, but you're making me eat more, like, okay, like, I guess this is how it is, you know? Yeah. And then that just starts, and then that spirals into something bigger as you get older. I feel like that's definitely an outlet into binge eating because it gives you that perspective of I have to eat not until I'm full, but until everything is gone, right? Yeah. yeah. So if there's still full food on my plate and I'm full, I don't care. I've been taught that I need to finish this mm-hmm. food. Um, and one thing I do love about um, my grandma and my household is I have a little cousin um, and he's like 12 and already he's setting food boundaries. Okay, like as a little kid, I cannot say that I'm vegetarian. I don't like meat. They've been like, bitch, yeah. you don't eat this meat. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. But literally, I was just on the phone with him. And my grandma was like, well, we don't have any sausage. And he was like, I don't eat meat like that. And she was like, oh, okay. And um, even whenever I go out, you know, uh, you know, seafood's a little more expensive. And he prefers seafood or just vegetables in general. So um, we were at like, um, like, um, Mexican restaurant or something, we were getting um, a sizzle plate or whatever, and I asked him, did he want the steak or the chicken? He was like, I don't eat meat. And instead of being like, well, I want meat, so that's what you don't eat, I was like, okay, well, would you like vegetables or shrimp? And he was like, let's do half and half or whatever. But it's just the communication to your child that you have an option of what you want to eat, how much you want to eat, and what you want to put into your body, right? As long as you're happy with what is going into your body and, you know, it's consensual, because yeah. it does start at a young age of forcing kids to eat things, one that they don't want to eat, eating more than they want to eat, all that stuff. Or even starving a kid for punishment, which is never fucking okay, ever. Um, so, and I feel like for oversized kids as well, parents try to take that route of like, well, you either eat a little or you don't eat at all because you need to take better care of yourself. And it's like, that's not how you do that. Yeah. health-wise for a kid to lose weight if they are quote-unquote overweight um so yeah I guess that's 
our little spiel on that. Sophie, you've been real quiet. <laughs> like, like, I promise I was um, thinking that. I was like, damn, like, after she said what, what she needed to say, I'd be like, let her have her time to speak. <laughs> I just, I don't know, I didn't really want to jump in because I didn't really relate to nothing that we're talking about. I have, like, a really different experience than all of that. Don't talk your shit, girl. Um, yeah, so basically... I'm not gonna lie, these things were just clicking right now in my head listening to what you're you guys are talking about. Mm-hmm. Um but as a child, like um when I was a baby, my mom was vegetarian mm. and I was like basically vegetarian for like my first couple years of life or whatever. But like once I was a little older, my mom stopped being vegetarian, so I stopped being vegetarian too. But um like my whole life growing up we've had, like, healthy food in the house because my mom likes to eat healthy food, right? Mm-hmm. And um, as a kid, I, like, had to do that thing where even if I didn't, like, like, freaking quinoa and shit. I fucking hate quinoa. <laughs> like, if I didn't want to eat it, I wasn't allowed to, like, play with my friends and shit, you know? Like, I had to finish Aww. the food on my plate. Um, That's so sad. So... What the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah. Um... I guess, like, that makes sense now for the way I am with food. Like, I did, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I've been thinking about, like, how I am, my relationship with food now, um, coming up to this episode. And I'm like, I don't know why I do this. Like, why can't I just eat like a regular person? But that makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> so, basically, like, the way that affects me now is... Um, it's embarrassing because people would like call me like picky and like oh you're a childish eater or whatever you know mm. but I'm like yeah it's being picky but it's like kind of deeper than that because I go through like moods where I like there will be one specific thing I really want and nothing else sounds appealing to me at the time like I will literally mm. feel like I'm nauseous if I have to eat anything else and like if I can't get the one thing I really want to eat, it like feels like my freaking world is ending. Like I don't know, I get that so has a fucking name, but I can't think about it. I can't think really? of it. Yeah, is it an actual thing? Yeah, I don't want to. Okay, I don't want to so, say that's an eating disorder, but like I, there's a name for that because yeah, I heard a, I, like, a woman talking about a that whole breakdown and like cry in my kitchen if I can't eat whatever specific thing I want to eat. So it's weird. It's like I know. But, but yeah, it's definitely not healthy, and I do undereat. Like, I would the way I am. Like, I would rather go hungry than eat something that I'm not in the mood to eat. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. It's, yeah, <laughs> I don't really talk to people about this either. So, well, thank you for feeling comfortable enough to be sure open with that. us. Yes. Yeah, I got kind of deep, guys. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't really the... talk to people about my life like that. That's why we have this podcast. <laughs> but, um, so you don't feel alone because now that you actually say that, not to put anybody on blast, so I'm not going to say names, but we all have a mutual friend who does this, um, not publicly, but whenever we're together, and they will literally do the same thing where... I now I kind of feel bad for calling them a picky eater because I usually do. I was gonna say like (laughs) when she said that I was like 
this is why this is why you should just never fucking comment on people's yeah. bodies or eating mm-hmm. habits because you never know what the fuck they're yeah. going through. Never go know. go ahead. I'm sorry. I just had to get no, out my good. test because I was like, no, facts. that was very important to say. Because <laughs> now that like you're explaining it, it's like, damn. Okay, you're not a like. It's just how you know how you said like your mom would make you like eat an asshole things. now. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm like fuck, and like in a way, I feel like. They've been, like, from time to time explaining their eating habits that were forced upon them upon, like, from their parents. And it's kind of, like, the same story. We got to figure out the name of that so I can go and apologize. (laughs) Yeah, that, thank you for that, genuinely, Sophie, because that's something. I'm glad you told me that, too, because that makes me, like, I've never met anybody who has the same eating habits as me. Yeah, I'm going to find out the name because, like, that's a real thing. And I'm sure you could find, you know other people like to talk to like about that, that shit honestly um what's it called um but lately okay i just wanted um i know sophie you don't smoke often and i'm not sh- and i know autumn you do smoke so i don't know if you're gonna relate to this but lately i haven't been able to eat unless i smoke at least a little bit mm, right because yeah. nothing is appetizing and I used to make the stupid ass joke that weed is the best seasoning. Because if you make it everything delicious, right? But lately, genuinely, I cannot eat unless I'm just a little bit, you know, up there. Now, I don't smoke often just because, like, in the last episode, I said it's been, like, since the pandemic, whatever. But literally, last night, I got Jack in a Box, and I did not want that shit, even though I went and spent my money. And I was like, fuck, gotta smoke again to eat. Smoke, tore that shit up. Mm-hmm. But the only thing with smoking and eating is you get the munchies. So I ate the jack in the box and I ate a whole bag of chips. And I, so yeah. it's like, I feel like that's also something that a lot of people do because I know my cousin mm-hmm. does it or like a family relative does it. And then I'm sure, like, it first, especially smokers, I feel like that's probably very common as well. Mm. But it just kind of it feels like, this stress of like why can't I just eat sober? Like why do I Yeah. Like in in a way it doesn't matter what it is. Like even the other day I had um I made mushrooms, bell peppers, fucking carrots or whatever. Like boiled carrots over rice. And mm. I just I was like now for some reason I just don't I don't want it. And now I made it and I need to eat, so I'm gonna smoke to eat. Um don't know what that's called, but I just wanted to put that out there just in case anybody else is going through that. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. At least. (laughs) Hey, hey, she she not lying though. That's I mean, I feel like I feel like if you smoke that much, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. She not she not fucking lying. Is she's not? It can definitely be a form of addiction. I'm not addicted. I'm not smoking like every fucking day. Like I ate Taco Bell early without having to smoke. Now was Taco Bell nasty and shit? Yes, but that was Taco Bell, so I can't blame my taste buds. Um, no, but, that's good. Yeah, no. I just wanted to bring that up just in case anybody else is going through. Not even with us three, but anybody listening. Yeah, um, I've never gotten the munchies. Well, no, I got the munchies one time. But I don't get the munchies I when I'm fucking high. wish. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I smoke my fat ass. Will eat anything. <laughs> oh my gosh, what? and everything tastes so good. So good. <laughs> everything be fucking. But I swear, my favorite thing to eat with high is an ice cream sandwich or chips and salsa. Like the flavors just like together. That, like, 
No, no, no. Oh, <laughs> girl. I was like, what the Did the ice cream sandwich and salsa. Oh, mm, yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> you know the TikTok song where it's like, mm, the flavors are melting on my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I'm high and eating, that's how I feel all the time. Like, bro, give me something I don't like. I swear I'll fuck that shit. I remember I ate a whole chocolate cake by myself high and I hate chocolate. I hate chocolate. <laughs> I fucked that chocolate cake up. It had no chance. <laughs> but yeah. That's funny. A little mood brightener, just in case anybody's <laughs> just a little. Yeah, balance. I hope we didn't make y'all leave. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn, this is our longest episode. But it's not gonna be long. I have to edit out a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah, and even so, it was a heavy topic. So for sure, it's it's for pretty sure. valid. Yeah, I also I... feel like are, are we done? I'm sorry. Was y'all about to be done? No, go for it. Whatever. Girl, I could go on and on about this shit. (laughs) I feel like a lot of food, a lot of like how people eat is like cultural as well. Mm -hmm. I know for me it was because like being Mexican and then my mom also being Filipino, like food is such a big fucking thing. Like, with family and with culture like mm-hmm. I remember you know I have family out in Cali and like we'd go there for Christmas and you know we'd be eating Christmas dinner together or whatever and I remember just all my grandmas and tias going around and like filling our plates back up after mm-hmm. we were done eating and was like oh you want more here not even giving it a chance to answer. We're going to fill this play back up, bitch, because <laughs> that's how they show their love, you know, mm-hmm. like yeah. with food that like you're, oh, you, you, you're done. No, here's some more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. As fucked up as my dad's side of the family is, one thing we're going to do is eat. Yeah. <laughs> like every time we see them, it's just to eat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I feel like, in a way, because you brought up the dad thing, now that I'm thinking about my dad's eating habits, my dad also, like, for example, whenever I leave to come back to my apartment from Houston, every time I go back, even from the last time I leave, I'm like, he's going to go grocery shopping. The fridge is always empty, right? And it's not like the man can't afford groceries. I promise you, the man can. And I'd be asking, I'm like, what do you do whenever I'm not here? And (laughs) he'd be like, I get food. And I'm like... What are you like? Are you hiding it from me? Like, bro, it's okay. You can keep it. Like, but my dad also growing up, we we're both not like. Well, I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I can fuck up a plate, but him, he's not a heavy eater. Like, mm-hmm. he can buy something that's like a, a two wing dinner kind of sort of thing and make it stretch for nine days just because it's like. <laughs> and sorry, dad, if you're listening, I'm not trying to put your business out there, but it's just like I kind of picked up from him that like, on a day to day basis. I'm either going to eat a very little amount or I'm going to eat all my snacks and literally not eat any type of meal type of thing. Because my dad also likes to snack as well. Um, Not as heavy as I do, but it's still like he'll have a whole thing of um, little chocolate covered cookies and one meal and be like, I'm good for today. And then the one meal waned off of me and I'm just eating the, the cookies type of thing, you know. So I think. It goes back to, you know, you pick up your parents' habits, even if it's not them, you know, being forceful with baking you eat or not eat, just watching them eat and how they treat themselves, you kind of pick up on because it's like, oh, 
mom and dad is doing that, so that's normal, you know, type of thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Oh, bitch, I'm starting to get sad. Why are you trying to get sad? Sorry. Because <laughs> I just remember, like, like, you know, you saying watching your parents eat and stuff. And, mm-hmm. like, I just remember on, like, so many fucking occasions where, like, my sister... And I was a kid, dude. Oh, my God. I'm going to cry. Anyways, my mom, I mean, my sister would, like, comment on how much I ate or, okay, I've always been big, like, always since I was, you know, super young. I've always been bigger than everyone around me until, like, I got to high school. Then I was around, you know, people bigger than me, whatever. Um, But... Like, I vividly remember one time, like, we were eating pizza, <laughs> and, like, I got, I think I got three pieces, because I was just being a fat ass, I'm like, I got pizza, and I'm a little kid, <laughs> like, of course, what the fuck, and I just remember my sister being like, why do you have three pieces, like, see me, an adult, with only two, why are you eating like that, and my heart just shattered, and then... I remember another time, too, um, we were at, like, a Halloween thing, and I had this costume on, and um, I felt so cute. Like, I was so cute and little. I think I was um, (laughs) some little character from the Flintstones. Oh, yeah, the Flintstones, and she was just the two, and my mom was, and I think, no, I don't remember who else, but um, she needed to go to the restroom, so I went with her. And she, I was just sitting in there like, uh, I wish my sister could, would understand like how much I looked up to her and like how much everything she said meant to me. Cause she came out of the restroom and she was washing her hands and she was just looking at me and she was like, like, what have you been eating? It looked like you gained five pounds since yesterday. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. That's and bitch, up. like, I didn't even know what the fuck. I didn't even know what the fuck. I didn't even know what the fuck to say because, like, this someone I look up to, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck, like, I am eating like a pig. You're right. So, like, Mm. it's just something I've struggled with, like, literally my whole my whole life, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, it's such a big issue, like, that I just, like, never want to acknowledge. I still haven't acknowledged, you know? And, like, my eating and my eating issues and, like, the issues I have internally with my body, like, it ties into literally everything that I do like everything like the way I dress the way I act to the way I express myself sexually like like literally everything and like I just can't stress that enough like like to anybody listening like we're gonna be adults one day you know I know some of us aren't gonna have kids because ill but (laughs) some of us will and like just how far it goes to be a kind person and to 
just be encouraging and be like considerate about yeah people's feelings. and how much yeah go ahead i was saying think before you speak yeah genuinely because your words have so much impact whether you think it does or not like even those little comments people like you know do on tiktok like to be rude to someone mm-hmm. like i always someone said this quote and it like stuck with me so much it was like you'll forget what you commented five minutes from now you know like it's not gonna stick with you mm-hmm. but that person will remember that shit forever and like that's so fucking true when it comes to hurtful shit you know like mm-hmm. i'll never forget that shit like ever you know and like if I were to address my sister right now, I bet you she wouldn't even remember that shit. She'd be like, bitch, you're delusional, mm-hmm. you know? Like, <laughs> it's just, your words have so much fucking impact. That's why, like, I'm always just trying to spread love and spread confidence and, like, just pushing that agenda so much because you just never know what the fuck people are going through. And, like, that's why I said earlier, too, like, never fucking comment on how people eat or what they're what people's body look, look looks like or any of that shit like just now yeah definitely not oh i am so fucking sorry that was embarrassing i'm over here no, spilling my life you, you are perfectly fine <laughs> people are gonna my favorite ever. episode so far i think it's gonna be a, a lot of people's favorite i feel like a lot of people are gonna be able to relate to this woman man whatever you identify as and i do apologize if we did not specify any genders but this is literally we mean this to anybody even if we didn't say you know what you identify as because i we are also aware that men have eating disorder non-binary people like all types of people go through this and Mm -hmm. we probably use you know she her pronouns more just because that's you know kind of where we relate (laughs) yeah so just take out what we use and just you know put yourself where we are if if you needed a little more relatability. And I know this is at the end of the, the podcast, so you probably right. like, wish we, we that shit at the beginning. Like, damn, now I hate women. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> JK. But, um, yeah. Are we good for today? Yeah, I just yeah. want to say real quick, um, I feel like this is the most vulnerable we've been on here. So this is, you know, obviously... We're nervous to post this, but, like, I think vulnerable vulnerability is so beautiful to me. Like, you guys are yeah. so beautiful to me. Like, Aww. I don't know, like, the fact that you feel comfortable enough to express your emotions to us like that, I'm, like, I'm about to cry. <laughs> that was, you touched my heart with that. For real. I mean, you've genuinely always touched my heart, like, and I usually try to refrain from saying that because then I feel guilty that I, like, you think I'm only saying that because it's, like, oh, why are you saying that just because you feel you bad. Know, I look this way? <laughs> yeah. No, I, like, you feel bad because I look, but no, like, genuinely, Autumn, just, like, how we just described that, how people treat, you know, plus-size people and stuff, and that, like, from literally the second I know, I've known you, you have always just radiated this, this confident energy. Even if behind the scenes, like, you're going through shit, you've never let it physically show on the outside that these, you know, people are getting to you, and you have never, um, um, l- let them win in a way, you know, where they yeah. can physically feel like they won, right? And I have always like commended you on just like, just being like somebody can just like like an absurd amount of strength. And I have always like just admired that and the just confidence and the way you stand up for what you believe in. You know how you are. You know 
um, pro, you know, plus and all of that, and you don't care that people are like, you shouldn't be pushing that agenda. Like, who gives a fuck? Who are you yeah. to tell me what the fuck I should be pushing? Like, the fuck? That, that type of thing, you know, like, and the fact that we all three can be friends and, like, none of us look alike. That goes for size, race, yes. hair, looks, anything. And, like, it, this kind of stuck with me from the live um, that we went on. Somebody asked me and Sophie, like, how do we become friends? <laughs> and they're, like, we told them, they're, like, oh, my God, I thought you guys were friends. Like, y'all been friends or whatever. Or y'all match each other's energy so much. Yeah. Y'all have only known each other for such a long, like, short sweet. time. It was literally, I'm just, like. It's just crazy that we have never ever judged each other. We have never ever Yeah. I like I can never say I went to somebody and was talked badly about you or judged you for any physical appearance or anything of the sort. Same for Sophie. Like and I appreciate y'all for hopefully not judging me. I don't know what y'all say behind my back. Girl. But, <laughs> but I know that like there's no foul play, there's no ill yeah. intentions with anything. Like we don't we don't pick each other for our insecurities and, you know, things that bother us and that we can't have, like, this platform to share our stories and not try to, you know, one-up each other. I'm like, this is my story. It's just, like, an equal platform. We just listen to each other, hear yeah. each other, and share experiences and comfortably. It's a love. I just want to say thank you because <laughs> you're so fucking sweet. And um, thank you just for realizing my passion for things like this and how much you know that reflects into you know who I am as a person and I just really love y'all so much and like I'm you know like I know this is only our fourth episode but I'm just so beyond thankful like in advance for us and like to have this friendship together and this podcast and like how much we're going to grow like spiritually and just creating this space to you know have these conversations and to be vulnerable with each other because like you know I didn't have that before you know and like just thank y'all for (laughs) being that for me it's a safe space yes it's a very safe (laughs) space and we always have each other and we are definitely here and have this platform for a reason, most definitely. Yeah. Just, you know. Also, like... since no one gave thanks to Sophie, I'll do it for us. Um, <laughs> because, um, <laughs> seriously, though, like, Fee definitely just, her whole entire, like, personality and just the way that she welcomes people with, like, free of judgment and just genuinely goes off if you're a bad person or not, not off of what you technically do, but just you as, I, w- I don't want to say vibes, because that's such a basic <laughs> word to use, but genuinely just what you, like, exude in, in this universe and what you do for yourself and others, and not, you know, just being a hater. We don't tolerate <laughs> haters, especially <laughs> Fee. No, we do not. And genuinely, Fee, you are just a, a sweeter soul than I am. I don't know why so- I mean, Autumn called me sweet because genuinely Sophie is like the sweetest person here. And like, Love you guys. The, so- Love you like too. the softest soul. You are the softest soul. Not like weak. I'm sure you can beat a bitch's ass. But I mean, like soft as in just comforting and just soft like a little pillow where it's just like, I want to lay my head I, and just talk. I was not like this for a while. Like, I was like this 
for a lot of my childhood, but then I really put up like walls and was like Girl, trying what? to be like a tough guy. Yes. <laughs> I have no feelings. That's like my whole <laughs> life story right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm such a sensitive person, but just Got you know Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> going we undercover like, pussies yeah. that's what we are pushing me as hard like we've been putting up walls but this podcast allows us to break down these walls together yeah. with other people whether we realize it or not you know like you just said you haven't acknowledged certain things but just today on this you know podcast you did kind of open up old wounds and acknowledge them and feel the emotion that they made you feel and hopefully after this, you can acknowledge them, feel them, and release them, you know, and grow more, if that makes sense. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love y'all so Thank much. You. I just heard us confess our loves for each other. We can just catch to ourselves. Look at Texas in the group chat. We're like really gay. Yeah. Y'all ready to wrap this up? Wrap it up, up. All right. Quote of the day is I don't know who the fuck this is by, so sorry. It says <laughs> sometimes falling down is part of the process. That uncomfortableness is where change happens, where we evolve, where we turn that weakness into strength. This struggle that you're going through is part of the process and you will make it through. Mm-hmm. I chose I that it. because you know it's a little like in general, but like just you know struggling with eating disorders and stuff like that like you will get through it you know always and today's journal prompt um it's gonna sound a little like what the fuck before like at first but just hear me out (laughs) um today's journal prompt is the thing i judge myself most for is um and then once you answer that the Mm. second part is where did i learn this judgment from Mm, um, I like this one. Mm. And if you want a third part, the last part of that is what are the feelings I feel when I judge myself this way? So that is I so like, good for today. I thought that was very, very good because, like we said, most things stem from, you know, peers or whatever, you know, inner stuff. So mm. I hope that this guy's helped you. This prompt helped you guys do some inner reflecting and, you know, just help you realize some things perspective something i don't know but yeah all right guys bye thank you for listening today thank you so much again we know this topic was heavy but we started we did it together and we got through it Got yes, through it. Always. Did. Always. Well. Until next time. Bye, Bye. guys. Bye.